You know what time it is? Time for more football reaction. That's not good. Time to hear from one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game. I think he's a bomb. I think he's an absolute bomb. Time to crack open a high noon. This is the High Noon Hour on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. Oh, yeah! From the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios, here's Alex Strofe. Happy Halloween! No trick. The Packers are three and five. Ooh, they haven't won a game in a month. It's been a month. Last win October second. It'll be November second on Wednesday. What is going on? The Green Bay Packers lose again. Four in a row. They lose to the Buffalo Bills last night. Twenty-seven seventeen. The final. Uh, it was uglier than the score indicates. By all means, the Bills are one of the best teams in football. But it was ugly. The Packers 3-5. and five. Well, I, We thought the season might be rough. I, I just don't know that we anticipated this. It is the high noon hour. I'm Alex Strope with you live from the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios. We're going to talk trade deadline in about 15 minutes. And I want to know from you right away, right off the bat, 844-770-3776 is the old National Bank talking text line. Get old with old National Bank. You want the Packers to buy at the deadline? Tomorrow's trade deadline? Want the Packers to sell at the deadline? Or do you want the Packers to do nothing at the deadline? Polls on Twitter at Alex underscore Strofe. At ESPN Madison is where you can find the poll. We've got about 95 responses in thus far. Let's get that number a little bit higher. I'll read the results in about 15 minutes. So that's what I'm asking you today. You want the Packers to buy, sell, or do nothing before tomorrow's deadline. Before we get into the first three things, I need to get into the first thing. And that would be, I love Wilde and Tausch. I love Jason Wilde. I love Mark Tausch. They're both legends. Both know a heck of a lot more about Packers football than I knew. But what are we doing with this moral victory talk? Right? Like, this is not a moral victory Monday. Moral victories are for teams that are bad. Moral victories are not for the Green Bay Packers, who are by all means bad, but not expected to be bad, right? Like, this team's 3-5. and five. There were Super Bowl aspirations. You have a Hall of Fame, first ballot Hall of Fame quarterback. No moral victories, all right? I need to get that out of the way. Great show today. Made me feel better about the Green Bay Packers. Did Wilde and Tausch, which you hear every day, 9 to noon. But moral victory talk. We're not losers yet. Wait until they're mathematically eliminated. And then you can start, uh, I don't know, Sucking for Bryce Young, or uh, I, I don't know, tanking for C.J. Stroud. Just, just suck for Stroud. Suck for Stroud. There we go. Yeah, that's good. That's good. All right. He's Hunter Vaughn running the show. I'm Alex Strofe. It's the high noon hours. They do every Monday. It is time to get into the first three things. These are the first three things. First things first. All right, thing number one. <laughs> Who doesn't love a good beef? Right, we'll get to the game in a second, but we're going to talk about the extracurriculars we had in the Buffalo-Green Bay game on Sunday night. Of course, you have Quay Walker, idiot, pushing a coach, idiot. I mean, I like Quay Walker. He's been really good this year as a rookie. But what are we doing? The dude's helping you up, and he shove him. Goodbye. See you later. Night's over. He was remorseful. He was sad disappointed in himself but i'm an idiot i know how that goes sometimes idiots do idiotic things and quay walker you sir are an idiot after what you did yesterday 
All due respect. Uh, but that's not the beef I'm referring to. The beef I'm referring to is uh, who introduced himself on the broadcast. You know how they do the awkward intros on Sunday Night Football? They, they do the quick videos. Ja Money Alexander, Louisville. And Stephon Diggs. It started before the game did. They were running out of the tunnel. Now, in Buffalo, it seems, the teams run out of the same tunnel together because we call, we saw the cool shot of Josh Allen and Aaron Rodgers chatting. We know they're friends off the field. Obviously, they participated in the match together, that golf outing um, earlier this year. But not so calm, collected, nice conversation was Jair Alexander and Stephon Diggs. Jawing at each other, coming in. Jair didn't cover Stephon Diggs a ton last night. But those two were going at it the entire game. And, you know, I always I always think back when I see a wide receiver cornerback beef. Hunter, you know where I'm going with this. Andre Johnson, Cortland Finnegan. Right? The best. Like, the best beef maybe. In a- those two hated each other. It seemed like there was that fire between Diggs and Alexander. So after the game, both of these guys asked about the beef. I asked about how they're beefing on the field. I want to hear from Stefan Diggs first, and we had to clean it up because he can't play like three of the words he said on the radio, but Stefan Diggs on the beef after the game. I mean, my opponent changes each and every week as far as like, uh, I used to play them in the past, so it wasn't like something I anticipated him, I don't know, doing that he did. I didn't anticipate that. Well, I, I don't know who started it. I finished it. You know I got a one. I got the win. It's not a. Uh, I don't deal with more victories. I don't deal with one-on-one battles because this is not a one-on-one game. We're not out there playing seven-on-seven, and this is not one-on-ones. If that's the case, I'm by myself. But it's a team effort. You know what I'm saying? I got a dub. I feel like uh, at the end of the day, there are no more victories. Uh huh. So Stefan Diggs and I actually have things in common, which I didn't expect to come on here and say. I also don't believe in moral victories. Stefan Diggs and the Buffalo Bills did indeed get the win. However, Jair Alexander has something to say about the moral victory part of Stefan Diggs' statement. Ah, man, I was just keeping it real with him. Told him he couldn't mess with me and him, little boy. He a little boy. That's that's all that was. Just being honest, you feel me? That's all I can do. He said he didn't know who started it, but he said he finished it. Hmm. What's your reaction? I don't know what he mean by that. I need more clarification. Do you know who started it? No. I don't either. I finished it. Clarification. Stefan Diggs' team won. He won. It's that simple, Jair. He a little boy. I mean, I love the disrespect. I love a good beef. But look, you didn't win it, right? I know you got the interception. And Jair, by all means, played a pretty solid game, right? Like there was a there was very few positive takeaways from Green Bay's loss to Buffalo last night. Jair was one of the main positives. I thought he had a very good game after getting absolutely diced and sliced and beaten up by T- by Terry McLaurin last week against Washington. But Stephon Diggs, very successful night for him. Six catches, 108 yards, and a touchdown. Yeah, not too shabby. Uh, and Jair had the interception, so not too bad of a night for him either. But, yeah, you didn't win. You didn't win the beef. Uh, I love a good beef. I love Jair Alexander, a grown man, calling another grown man who had six catches for 108 yards and a touchdown. A little boy. Amazing. Let's go to thing two. The second thing. Yeah, so uh, this will be the first time I actually have a positive on this note all season. Because this is something I have harped on every week in this segment. This season, if you've listened to our show before, you know where I'm going with this. The Green Bay Packers learned how to run the football 
last night against Buffalo. It didn't result in a win, but they ran the ball so darn effectively. 31 carries, 208 yards on the ground. It's an average of seven yards a carry. Really good night on the ground, despite the loss. But something we had seen from the Packers in in weeks past during this four-game losing streak, which is just still so odd to say out loud, four-game losing streak for the Packers. They have not won in a month. One thing we learned yesterday was that this team has decided they're not going to abandon the run and hit the panic button. In fact, they did the exact opposite. They were hammering the football on third and one. They were hammering the football on first and ten. They were hammering the football down Buffalo's defense's throat and said, stop it. And eventually, Buffalo did stop it. They stopped A.J. Dillon on a fourth and one. But hey, I like that they're going that way rather than a quick check down or have Aaron Rodgers improvise and it ends up in a no-go, right? So ultimately, I I think the running game was, was the biggest takeaway, the biggest positive to make out of this Packers team. Get this breakdown. Aaron Rodgers, 30 attempted passes. A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones combined, 30 rushes. Huh, what a concept. The Packers learned how to run the football. I expect we see a lot more of the same next week against Detroit. The final thing. Three, that's the magic number. Three. It's the magic number. Three is the magic number, but it's not something I'm happy to be saying. We're about halfway through the season now. The Packers are three and five through eight games. They've got nine games left. Uh, This team is worse than we initially expected. This team is worse than maybe we had hoped. And I don't know that it's getting a whole lot better. The Green Bay Packers are luckily in a very weak conference. The NFC is not good. Uh, There's a few good teams in the NFC, but overall not a good conference. The NFC West is worse than expected. The NFC South, well, Atlanta and Carolina played in a first-place game yesterday. If that tells you, that gives you any indication of how that division's going. Minnesota's good. rest of the division isn't. NFC East, good division. Right, Dallas is good. The Giants look like they're good. And Philadelphia, debatably the best team in football. But overall, this conference is weak, which gives the Packers at least some wiggle room. But with nine games remaining, including a game against the aforementioned Dallas Cowboys, against the aforementioned Philadelphia Eagles, against the aforementioned Minnesota Vikings, and mix in a game against the Rams and a Christmas Day game against the Dolphins in there, this schedule is not forgiving for the Green Bay Packers, who likely need to win eh, all but maybe two or three of their games remaining. So, look, I think if yesterday was any indication, it's pretty evident evident that this team may not be it this year. Which is disappointing, given all the offseason hype. There were going to be question marks on the offense, and those maybe are bigger than we expected. But defensively? This is a team you thought would be a dog defensively. They've been a little puppy. Or as Jair Alexander says, they've been a bunch of little boys defensively. Not a good defensive football team. Not not horrible, but not good. Uh, overall bad. I, I, my, my, my hope is waning for the Green Bay Packers. I, I am not feeling confident. Those are the first three things. It is the high noon hour. I'm Alex Strofe with you. 844-770-3776. Tomorrow is the NFL trade deadline. So I'm asking you, do you want the Packers to buy? Do you want them to sell? Or do you want them to do nothing at the deadline? 
the results are interesting. We have the poll on Twitter. At Alex underscore Strofe is where you can get me. At ESPN Madison, you can find it as well. We have gone over 100 votes. So we'll get to the results next and to some of your responses, which I see coming in on the old National Bank talking text line. Again, the number 844-770-3776. You want the Packers to buy? You want the Packers to sell? You want the Packers to do nothing? Your responses, results of the poll, and my thoughts on that. All coming up next. It's the High Noon Hour right here on ESPN Madison. More football reactions, more High Noon. The High Noon Hour with Alex Strofe continues next on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. Put up a shot up on the side, Patty It's a low town, show town, we chat high noon. No fun at a low town, show town, it's a high noon. I don't know about that. I think we got some youth. Uh, when Christian went out, that certainly was a little bit of a blow. Um, I thought Romeo made some unbelievable plays in this game. That touchdown catch he made was fantastic. Caught a, a big corner route. Uh, obviously, you guys saw this, the touchdown pass to Samari. So I was, I was happy with the way they competed. I thought Amari had a big catch um, late in the game. But, you know, we just we got to try to do, do our best to put these guys in the best position possible. Head coach Matt LaFleur after the Packers 27-17 loss to the Buffalo Bills last night. Packers 3-5 and five on the year. They haven't won since October 2nd, uh, which will be a month on Wednesday. Really weird times here in the state of Wisconsin. It's the high noon hour. I'm Alex Strofe with you live from the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios. 844-770-3776 is your way into the show. Hey, get this sunny with a chance to win $20,000. High noon seltzers are made with real vodka, real juice, and sparkling water. Oh, baby, was I putting down the high noons this weekend? Happy Halloween. 13 flavors are now available in tailgate and variety, 8 and 12 packs. This fall, for a limited time, at participating locations around the Madison area, all you have to do is scan the QR code at the point of purchase for your chance to win $20,000 instantly. That includes all the high vs in the area. That's right, a chance to win $20,000 instantly. 20 Gs, courtesy of High Noon, must be 21 years or older to enter and no purchase is necessary when i stopped at the high v to pick up some high noons on saturday i saw the qr code i'm unfortunately ineligible to win so i couldn't scan it but uh i saw somebody else do it so that made me happy gave gave my high five so yeah it was good um all right so i want to get into this now um as tomorrow is the nfl trade deadline and you know we've been doing a lot of small conversation around this the last couple weeks just because we knew it was approaching and now with the Packers losing four in a row, but still being in a position to make the playoffs, a lot of ball game left, right? Nine games left. Is it worth it to make a move? And I'm not even necessarily implying it's for a specific position. Yeah, a veteran, eh, let me rephrase, a good wide receiver would be a good addition, right? Uh, it doesn't even need to be a veteran. It could be a guy in his rookie deal. But, and that sounds like what the Packers may be looking for, but... You need somebody that can impact. And you just heard Matt LaFleur compliment the youth on the Packers offense. Samori Tua ran a really nice route for that touchdown. It was the longest Packers touchdown of the season, 39 yards. Romeo Dobbs has made an incredible acrobatic catch uh, on his touchdown catch. So both those rookies getting in the end zone last night was a nice sign. But it, it's not enough to win you a playoff game, right? And, and I understand you're not getting Devontae Adams back. But you need a guy that can open the ball game a little bit. And I'm not necessarily certain the Packers have that. In fact, 
The Packers don't have that. I'm certain they don't have that. Al Lazard, nice piece. Not a game-breaker. Romeo Dobbs has the potential to be a game-breaker in two or three years. Samori Toure, we just haven't seen enough of him. Nice route. Improvisation on that route last night that led to a touchdown catch, but nothing special. But, but again, I'm not necessarily implying the Packers need to add a certain position, whether that's wide receiver, whether that's inside linebacker. After Devondre Campbell went down last night and Quay Walker was ejected, Eric Wilson actually had a nice game, uh, had a sack, so good for Eric Wilson, his first extensive time with the Packers. Could be a safety. Darnell Savage looks freaking lost out there, and this is the third time this year I've said that. Darnell Savage has taken a, a sharp step backwards this year, which is really odd because this is a year you, you probably accept or expected um, a big jump forward for him. So do you want the Packers to buy, sell, or do nothing before tomorrow's deadline? That's the poll question on Twitter, at Alex underscore Strofe, at ESPN Madison. We have 105 votes. Exactly 50% say buy, 36.5% say sell, and 13.5% say do nothing. So 86% of Packers fans want the Packers to do something. They're just not necessarily in agreement on what that something is. About 37% say, hey, maybe Aaron Jones should go to a contender. And about 50% say, hey, Elijah Moore out in New York, you'd look pretty good in green and gold. Uh, Let's get to the old National Bank text line, Hunter Vaughn. Uh, We've got some responses on there I'd love to shuffle through if you've got them in front of you. Yeah, Mike the Postman, he said, we aren't selling. We aren't rebuilding with Rodgers' contract. They'll probably stay put per usual, but if a quality wide receiver comes available to help next year, then go for it. Yeah, I think that's well said. Um, you know, Brian Gutekunst has a track record. He has a resume. We, we have stuff to look at that says, yeah, Packers probably won't do squat in the next 24 hours, 24-plus hours roughly, 28 hours. I think 4 o'clock tomorrow our time is the deadline. So, yeah, I, I think given Goody's track record, they probably won't do anything. Um, I'll tell you why I think they should, but there's one more response in there that I, that I want to get to because I think this one is, is kind of how I'm feeling. Yeah, the 608 texted in, buy so long as it's for a wideout on his rookie contract yet, which for me, and I don't know if you're going the same route, this basically says they want Jerry Judy without saying they want Jerry Judy. Yeah, or Elijah Moore, I think, is another name that's been brought up, right, from, from the Jets. Um, and I agree, right? I mean, if either of those teams are willi- willing to deal, you've got to do your due diligence and make a phone call. But why I think the Packers need to buy is the same message we go back to almost every offseason, every week with the Green Bay Packers, and that is Goody kind of handcuffed himself. He signed Aaron Rodgers to this massive extension in the offseason, knowing the window was short, knowing the window was closing. Maybe faster than we anticipated, but it's closing. You have a first ballot Hall of Famer at quarterback in Aaron Rodgers. And if you want to win, because you're going to be in purgatory, right? This team is going to be the Chicago Bears and Aaron Rodgers calls it quits, at least for a few years, unless they get really lucky in the draft again, which, given the way the season's trending, they might have a top 10 pick. They won't. But I, I think it's finally time for Goody to admit, all right, maybe I didn't do enough. Maybe, just maybe, I haven't done enough to make this a championship roster. The Packers saw a championship roster last night. They lost to a championship-level team in the Buffalo Bills. 
And I think with this deadline, it's different than past years when Goody's been the general manager. This team isn't a six and one team, seven and one team after eight games. They are middle of the pack at best, three and five, need to go on a run. And while I do believe Aaron Rodgers in that offense can figure it out as the season continues to roll on and potentially be capable of a run, I just think there may need to be some extra ingredients added to the recipe, if you will. I I think a wide receiver is the number one priority on a lot of Packers fans' list, and rightfully so, because you heard Matt LaFleur just say it. The youth has been fine, but Christian Watson can't stay healthy in his rookie year. Romeo Dobbs has looked fine, but he's not a number one receiver. Samore Toure caught his first NFL pass, if I'm not mistaken, last night, and his first NFL touchdown. So you don't really know what he's capable of, but he's a seventh-ramp rookie. Like, you can't expect these guys to be number one, number two, number three receivers in their rookie year. So when I look at it, it it's put-up-or-shut-up time for Brian Gutekunst, in my opinion. And that's why I would like to see the Packers buy. At least make one move, if not two, before tomorrow's deadline. I want to know what you think, though. 844-770-3776 is your way in. You can also get in on Twitter, at Alex underscore Strofe, and at ESPN Madison, which Dan did on Twitter. If we are in a rebuilding era, which it appears, you need all the draft capital possible. Getting a nine-game rental for what looks like a non-playoff year is organizational suicide. And that's an interesting thought by Dan. But I don't know that this is a rebuilding year. The schedule was not forgiving. The Packers also didn't play well over the last four weeks. But hopefully, you get a win in Detroit next week, you right the ship a little bit, right? You're four and five through nine games. That's more than halfway done with the season. You need to go on a run. And, you know, the way Jason Wilde has put it the last few weeks, and I think he puts it very well, right? This is a team that can still figure it out late. They have a late bye. You know, their last four games after the bye are, are the Rams, the Dolphins, the Vikings, the Lions. A couple of those games are a little challenging. In fact, I would argue almost all of those games are challenging. Rams, Dolphins, and Vikings, all pretty good teams. That is where you need to hit your stride. You need to win those last four games, essentially. You finish up the season with the Lions. And roll with that momentum and do likely a wild card spot, given the way Minnesota's playing. So I just view this as, as I keep saying, put up or shut up time for Brian Gutekunst. Because he, he has been very conservative at the deadline. He doesn't make a lot of moves. But this is clearly a roster that is not good enough. But I I still believe this team can be playoff good, and all it takes is getting in. right? You saw Cincinnati do it last year, a team everybody counted out very early. They rattled off a Super Bowl run. So with Aaron Rodgers quarterbacking this team, I'm confident they're capable of a run, but I don't know that you have enough firepower. Yes, Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, very nice pieces in the backfield. I just don't think Rodgers has that security blanket. And I don't necessarily know that you can get it at the deadline, but hell, it's it's worth a shot. Ted Nevinsville on the text line. What's the point of making a move if you don't believe the team is Super Bowl worthy? Wasting resources just to make the fans slash team feel better. Yeah, uh, there, there's, there's certainly a point to make there, Ted. But I, I just don't, I don't see what's wrong with taking a shot, right? If this is the last year of Aaron Rodgers... You might as well take a shot because if you're going to Jordan Love next year, you're a hell of a lot worse than a three and five team. So you're saying what? What's the issue with doing that? But then you just said that if Aaron Rodgers, as soon as he's gone, this team for a few years is going to be the Bears. Yeah, I think th- so. You're going to make that worse then. Yeah, yeah. You might as well. I, you you got to go all in. Well, and and Goody's got to admit his mistake. I get your point, right? But you're going to be bad either way. 
I, so you're I, just I, making it worse for yourself. I, I don't think losing a first-round pick is going to make or break this team, right? Or a second-round pick, whatever they have to trade. The extreme is a first-round pick. If there's teams selling, you could probably get a your best wide receiver with what? A third-round pick? Second-round pick? If you're lucky. If you're lucky. But I, I, I just like... I, my mentality is F it, why not, right? Like, I don't see the issue in going all in, well, quasi going all in because you had the opportunity in the offseason, but that's beside the point. Now where you are, you're stranded. You're, 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 you're kind of screwed either way. It's the way I view it, so why not give it a shot, see what happens. Worst case is it's a boom. Worst case is it's a bu- Or excuse me, best case is it's a boom. Worst case it's a bust. I don't understand sitting and doing nothing, being a sitting duck and just saying, yeah, it is what it is. You might as well take a shot. But that also requires Goody to put his ego aside. And I don't know that we can guarantee that. I I brought up the track record before, right? Goody doesn't make moves. Um, Ted follows up. Now is not the time to go all in. San Francisco is a contender. They get Christian McCaffrey to go all in because that is their time to improve that much more. Green Bay is not in that position. I don't know that that's true. I, I, I think Green Bay still has the most important piece and that's something we can't forget about right you have Aaron Rodgers and I know he hasn't been Aaron Rodgers MVP level this year but maybe a guy like Elijah Moore or Jerry Judy who are at least in this locker room a true number one receiver it could change the way we view the Green Bay Packers and their schedule does soften up a little bit like there's still some tests but I think nine wins, and I'll continue to say this, I think nine wins is good enough to get in. And all you got to do is get in. And with Aaron Rodgers, I, I have a really hard time counting him out. Maybe that's why I want to go all in. But I love, uh, I love hearing the other side of the coin. If you disagree with me, I would love to hear from you. 844-770-3776. Just like Ted Nevinsville is disagreeing with me, you can do the same. Or you can agree with me. What do you think? What should the Packers do before tomorrow's deadline? 844-770-3776. Your way into the high noon hour. I'm Alex Strove, Hunter Vaughn, helping out running the show and pushing back on me a little bit. Uh, we'll get into some NFL quick hits. We'll go around the league. I think we're going to look at some trade deadline targets, potentially. Is that is that my understanding, or am I making that up? I mean, I could go that route. Uh, Ted Nevinsville, he's, he's adamant right now, Hunter. Wide receiver won't improve the defense. Waste, 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 waste. Yeah, he's right. A linebacker or safety could, though. I don't know. I'm, I'm not Brian Gutekunst. I would like to see them make a move, even if it's not for a wide receiver. Like, I'm not married to the idea of a wide receiver. This has been a bad year. I just want to see them show some sense of urgency, right? This is something we said, too, in the, in the year Mike McCarthy was fired. Light a fire under somebody's ass, right? I don't think firing Joe Barry midseason is necessarily the answer. But if you go out and make a move, let's say it's a safety, right? Darnell Savage all of, all of a sudden is uh, in the hot seat. And that's why, you know, I, I, I don't know, man. It's, it's certainly complicated. I'm open to ideas. I just want to see some sense of urgency. And we haven't seen that from the Packers this year. We just haven't. That's, that's, that's what's frustrating. Because this is a team that, coming into the year, right, we, we, we talk about it every week, how wrong we were. Thought this was a top-five defense. Thought this was an offense that would figure it out along the way. Oh, okay. Hunter Vaughn, uh, our producer, just got in my air. This is a Bills fan? Didn't, didn't ask. Okay. Well, let's go to Buffalo. I missed the name. I'm sorry, Hunter. It's Wade in Buffalo. Wade in Buffalo. You're on the high noon hour. Wade, are you a Bills fan? Let's try that again. Wade. 
You're on the high noon hour. Are you a Bills fan, Wade? No, no. Can you guys hear me okay? I got you, Wade. Yeah. No, we're not we're not Bills fans. We're Packers fans. We made the trip up from Illinois. How was it out there? It was nice. I mean, obviously the result wasn't great, but I mean, Buffalo is a it's a pretty nice area. It's a nice stadium. The fans are pretty tolerable overall. Yeah, so before we get to your thoughts on the trade deadline, quick, Wade, uh, did you get the chance to try Buffalo Wings? Are they what they're cracked up to be in Buffalo? I'm hungry. It's lunch hour. So, so, I mean, coming from Chicago, they had pretty good wings there. But, I mean, I would say it is up up to the hype. We had a place called Duff. Uh, it's pretty popular over here. Okay. So, I would say it does meet the, meet the hype. But, all in all, I mean, the food here is excellent. You know what I mean? I love to hear it. All right, so the Packers buy, sell, or do nothing at the trade deadline, Wade. What are your thoughts? What should Brian Gutekunst do in the next 24 hours? Oh, there's no doubt about it. You need to buy. I mean, you don't you don't go all in with Aaron Rodgers and extend him and, and sell at the deadline. I mean, to me, it just makes no sense. Uh, you know, I, I spoke with uh, Mark Murphy, actually, on the field. There's a video circulating on my Twitter account here. And, um, you know, I spoke with Murphy, and I told him, you know, I'll we want to trade for a wide receiver. You know, it's kind of cracking a joke, but, you know, we were being serious for the most part. And he said, you'll know by Tuesday. So whatever that means, that's what he told me before the game. Uh, you could find that video on my Twitter, at PackerMomo17. <laughs> but, uh, okay, quick plug. Okay, wait, would, so hold on. This is the way I interpreted that video. I did see this yesterday, and I was actually planning on talking about it. So I'm so glad he decided to call in. This works out very well. So I saw this on Facebook in yeah. one of those Facebook groups last night. And the way I interpreted it is not quite the way you interpreted it. It sounded like to me, and tell me if I'm wrong, but it sounded to me like you asked him, hey, uh, can we trade for a wide receiver? And it sounded to me like he said, you'll know by Tuesday. So it, it, that didn't sound like a guarantee he'd be making a move. I agree with you. They should make a move. But that was the way I interpreted it. Did you take, I mean, you, were, you had the conversation. You'd know better than me. No, I mean, I would agree with that. I mean, partially, like, I saw kind of his, like, facial expression. And the moment I kind of took it as, like, um, you know, maybe they're up to something. But at the same time, like, how do we really know? You know, because maybe he was just – he kind of walked away quick. So maybe he was just kind of in a rush. He just – maybe he saw the phone out recording. So maybe he thought we were just trying to make a joke out of it. But it's kind of hard to tell, you know. Maybe it's just president speak or coach speak, they say. Yeah, uh, yeah, I would probably take but, it that know, way. But I got to give you credit, Wade. You got cojones. Cojones to not only ask him that, but record it. Well done on you. Thanks so much for the call. Yeah. Uh, Wade out in Buffalo. Yep. Uh, and <laughs> humble humble plug for the Twitter. I plug mine. Wade can plug his. Packer Momo 17. <laughs> if you want to see the video um, of him asking Mark Murphy, hey, can we please trade for a wide receiver? So that was the way I interpreted it. I'm so glad he called in. That's really funny. We weren't planning on talking about that, Hunter. So that's that's uh, that's no, that's really funny. Serendipitous. Yeah, no, no, good word choice. Yeah, no, that's funny. Um, but yeah, Cajones on Will, or Wade, excuse me, to ask Mark Murphy to his face, can we please do something? Yeah, we'll find out in the next 24 hours if the Packers do do something. I'm with them. I'd love to see it. Need to see some sense of urgency. Uh, we will have some sense of urgency as we get to break very late. We'll play some NFL quick hits next. It's the High Noon Hour. You're listening to the High Noon Hour with Alex Strofe on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. Join the show on the Old National Bank talk and text line, 844-770-3776. Well, 
the high noon hour rolling on on your Monday afternoon. I'm Alex Strope with you live from the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios reacting to the Packers 27-17 loss to the Buffalo Bills. This team has not won in a month. It'll be one month on Wednesday since the Packers last won a game. Uh, I miss our Victory Monday uh, you know, commercials we run on Victory Mondays. It's been a while since I've heard those. I forgot what they sound like. Yeah, me too. Hopefully next week after Detroit. Actually, let me rephrase. Definitely next week after Detroit. We'll be hearing those once again. He's Hunter Vaughn. We're helping out run the show. Give Hunter a call. Talk to me. 844-770-3776. Asking you what you think the Packers should do at the deadline. 844-770-3776. Yeah, we had a text in from Nick in Madison. He said, this defense is built to play with a lead. Fair in quotations, with the right coach, a wide receiver could actually help the defense. Mm, that's a spicy take. I like that from Nick. Well done there, Nick. And Matt. 844-770-3776. Uh, I-, I agree with that, right? Like this defense, I call them bad. That's probably because we haven't seen them play with a lead since what, the New England game? Uh, yeah. I guess the New York Giants game, technically, was the last time they led. That didn't go well. So. No, it didn't go well. That, the, the defense broke down in that game, too, no doubt about it. But uh, I would like to see this defense play with a lead because it has been a while. October 2nd. That was the day Paul Christ was fired, by the way. So, wow. Uh, I wanted to say the Packers haven't won a game since Paul Christ was fired, but he was fired during the Packers game in which they won. So I don't think I can say that. That would not be accurate, correct? No, since he was still the coach when it started. Yeah, you can't say that. Yeah, that's 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 awkward timing. Anyway, all right, let's get to uh, NFL Quick Hits where we go around the league, react to the headlines, and uh, tie it to the Packers somehow. Here we go. Who stood out? Who stunk it up? What, what, what do you mean I stink? You stink. Why don't you go take a shower? Let's go around the league. This is Quick Hits. I feel like me and Al Michaels have a lot in common. That, when I don't know what's... I call high school football here on 100.5 ESPN. I feel like when I don't know what's happening, like my line of sight isn't very good, I'll just make it sound like the best thing ever happened. There's a peek behind the curtain. Just go, he did what? What happened? And then I'll figure it out. And that's how I buy myself time. Anyway. There's an old, old-time radio guy who used to all of a sudden, if he realized he had the wrong person, just say that there was a pitch in the middle of nowhere to get it to the right guy. I like that. I like that a lot. That's very good. All right, first down. First down. We're going to go some possible Packers trade options Ooh. for quick hits. Here we go. First up, a guy that we mentioned earlier. Hold on. I think we should do this. Happy Halloween, Hunter. Yes. Let's, Are they a trick or a treat? Exactly. Bingo. You got it, pal. Let's be cheesy. Let's go. All right, is Jerry Judy, a, would he be a trick or a treat? It's He's a, got 386 yards and two touchdowns. It's a treat, no doubt about it. He's a very good wide receiver. He'd be the best wide receiver on the Packers in the snap of a finger. Treat for Jerry Judy. Second down. On the defensive side, a guy that hasn't been brought up a whole lot, but I kind of like it, would Matt Ioannidis, defensive tackle from the Panthers, be a trick or a treat? <sighs> He's a D-tackle? Yes. I just don't know how much that moves the needle. He's a good player. Kenny Clark, you're taking reps away from him. You're moving him to end. I would assume he would move to end and, you know, help this defense actually stop ah, the screw run. Screw it. Treat. Call, count me in. I, I'd be fine with anything. I got to be honest. Down. I'm going to say treat for every answer. Okay. 
<laughs> Tight end Mike Gesicki. Oh, no. Oh, well, actually. Yeah, treat. Uh, I like Bubby Tunyon, but I think Gesicki's better. Yeah, Bubby Tunyon can't make a cut to the outside without offensive P.I., so. All right, that OPI call on him, which was a touchdown, was a horrible call. Can we agree on that? No, it was P.I. It wasn't P.I. His got, arm they, was extended. They They're going to call it every time. They, they got wrapped up within five yards. The guy was Doesn't picking matter. on him. Tunyon just pushed through. I didn't think that was an OPI. I, I uh, know it shouldn't be, but it is. Unfortunately, that's just <laughs> how they call it. Like, that's just the rules. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, probably a treat. I, I don't know, again. Am I jumping up with joy if they acquire Mike Jasicki or Gasicki, however you say that guy's last name? Um, it'd be another tight end whose last name we don't know how to pronounce. That that would be the answer. Uh, it's a treat, though, probably, I think. One more? Fourth down. This last one, we might have to start bringing a certain segment back to some of the shows. J.J. Watt. Is Watt Watch coming back to Green Bay? He's in his final year of his deal yeah. in Arizona. All right, you finally found one. Well done. That's a trick. Uh, J.J. Watt, I'm not sure he has anything left in the tank. I like J.J. He's a great dude. Pewaukee guy. Obviously a Madison guy. But I don't think he really moves the needle because he can't stay healthy. Um, he's, like, uh, he's like Christian Watson of the defense, except 10 years older. I I I I'd love it because I like JJ and obviously there's the Madison ties, but I I don't think that moves the needle a ton for that defense. I would say he's the one trick on this list of the four options. Hypothetically speaking, let's say they send a fourth rounder to Arizona. They yeah. get JJ Watt for a rental for the rest of the year, and they really only use him as a you know D tackle on third downs. He's just a spot use guy. Are you okay with that? Sure, but what do you give up? Is it like a fifth round pick? Well, I said a fourth. If you would listen to me, yeah. Sorry, I was I was theorizing in my head. Yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd be okay with that. I guess I wouldn't complain. But I, again, I just don't know how much that moves the needle. I think if you're really going to make a move, it's wide receiver, it's safety, maybe tight end, maybe an inside linebacker. I think those are like maybe O line. But again, does O line? I, I thought the O line was pretty good last night. I thought David Bakhtiari looked terrific. Um, now, does he play against the Lions is the question, right? Because the last time he played, he didn't play the next week. So um, we will see. I, I, I think wide receiver, obviously, atop the list. And then it's kind of whatever else. Um, like running back, no. Quarterback, obviously not. Elsewhere, count me in. See, and I think that's my issue with this whole idea of let's go all in, let's buy, buy, buy. Yeah. Is that... You've got O-line, you've got wide receiver, you've got tight end, you've got D-line, inside linebacker, safety. You have six positions that you could easily say, let's trade for any of them. You need an upgrade in those areas. And that's not enough at the trade deadline to really do anything to fix all the issues with this team. D-line, I think, is okay. I think think both lines are are fine if you don't make a move at the deadline, which I don't think they will on the lines. Aaron's running for his life against everybody. Uh, Not everybody. Not everybody. The O-line is not good. Wasn't sacked against Washington. Uh, What was he, sacked twice last night? Three times, maybe? But he was still running around. Yeah, but but that was was because you're playing from behind. He's improvising. He's playing Aaron Rodgers' hero ball. Um, I don't know how much of that is on the O-line. Inside linebacker, you could make a move. But again, like you like your top of the line. As long as Quay Walker isn't pushing assistant coaches and Devondre Campbell is is healthy, you like 
those two guys there, right? And I thought Eric Wilson played well in his first real time with the Packers. Um, one of those low-risk, high-reward moves that Brian Gutekunst likes to make, and Eric Wilson just happened to be one of those, signing him from the Saints practice squad. Um, and then safety, I, I only say that because Darnell Savage has struggled so much this year. right? There's been three or four games where he has legitimately struggled, and um, that is definitely not what you expect in, what is it, year three now or year four for, for Darnell Savage. So we will see. But I, I don't think you necessarily need to make a move. The one position you really should is wide receiver. We've been saying it all along. All right, I'll give you my last thoughts on the Packers' loss to Buffalo as well as my final thoughts on the trade deadline coming up next. Still want to hear from you, though. Last, uh, last thoughts on the trade deadline. Should the Packers buy? Should they sell? Should they do nothing like they typically do? 844-770-3776 on Twitter at ESPN Madison at Alex underscore Strove is where you can get at me on the cesspool. We love, I love it, I'm addicted, we love, called Twitter. Uh, Elon Musk's Twitter, I guess we can call it now. Uh, you got to pay for, ver- I'm not verified, I'm not important enough, but like our buddy Matt Hamilton, our pals Mark Tauscher, Jason Willie, guys that are important enough to be verified on Twitter, do you see this? You got to start paying twenty bucks a month to be verified on Twitter. Just to have a check mark. Yeah, just to have a check mark. Twenty bucks a month. Nobody's going to pay that. No, I just put a check mark emoji by my name. You do? No, I just would oh, if I yeah. was verified. Yeah, no. I just make that the. So, thing. so I wonder if these people are going to lose verification. Maybe I'll ask Matt Hamilton about that when we talk to him at one o'clock. Anyway, all right, we'll wrap it up next. It's the high noon hour. More football reactions, more High Noon. The High Noon Hour with Alex Strofe continues next on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. Mike Myers, happy Halloween. The Packers suck. That's not a trick nor a treat. Ah, three and five Green Bay Packers lose the Buffalo Bills last night, 27-17. It's the high noon hour. I'm Alex Strope with you live for the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios for a few more minutes as we wrap up our conversation today. A lot on the trade deadline um, and a lot of interesting responses coming in on the old National Bank talking text line around whether the Packers should sell, whether they should buy, whether they should do nothing. Uh, about 115 votes on Twitter. 51% say buy, 35% say sell, 14% say do nothing. I hear my guy uh, sent us a text, Hunter. Is that true? Yeah. Uh, Chris in Manitowash Waters. Oh, boy. He said, Strofe, so are you coming around that the Packers should sell, sell, sell? No. Or do you think that I am an idiot and I should lay off the drugs that I have <laughs> never actually been on for years, dot, dot, dot? I love Chris. For years, he adds uh, there at the end. That's good. Uh, no, look, Chris is uh, Chris is one of my favorites. Um, he he He's just honest, right? And I appreciate honesty. While I disagree with his sense of honesty, the Packers shouldn't sell. If anything, the Packers need to go all in in the next 20, what, but 27 hours. Um, because Brian Gutekunst has failed to do that. And I, 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 we understand the gravity of the situation, right? The Packers are not good right now. They're not in the playoff race, although they're not far off, right? I, I think nine wins is going to be good enough to get in as a wild card. And then it's... Okay, have the Packers figured it out at the end of the year. And they have some good tests, right? We talked about that Christmas Day game in Miami. They got 
the Rams at the end of the year. They have the Vikings at the end of the year. right? So you get some really good tests at the end of the year. If you can win those games, and right now I'm not confident they can, but that's why we play 17 games, right? Because you find some momentum, and also you find out things about your team. If anything, last night we learned that the offense, as long as they're well-balanced, run to pass, and they were perfectly balanced yesterday. Aaron Rodgers threw the ball 30 times. Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon combined for 30 carries. That's the balance you really need, or somewhere along those lines. And this is a team that can rattle off some wins. If you win time of possession like they did last night, uh, if you're not playing the best team in football, which I think the Buffalo Bills are, you probably win a lot of those games. And, uh, you know, you had a crap call on, on the Bubby Tunyon, at least in my opinion, Hunter disagrees, a crap call on the Bubby Tunyon touchdown gives you a couple more points. You have a bad field goal at the end of the game, right? Like, this is a team that legitimately could have put up 24, 27 points last night. Um, so I, I do feel good about where they're headed, and I only think they're going to get better. You make an ad at the deadline, a nice offensive weapon. I think, uh, I think this team could be a 9-10 win team still. I really do. Um, it's just hard to count out Aaron Rodgers, despite that he has not been his MVP self this year. I just think it's hard to count him out. So that's my thoughts on that. We will find out if Goody goes uncharacteristic mode and actually does make a deal at the deadline. Appreciate you participating in the show today, including, uh, who was it, Wade out in Buffalo? Yeah. Who, who had the cojones to ask Mark Murphy yesterday, please make a deal, please. And then the quick plug for his Twitter. I love it. Uh, ride that wave, boys. Ride that wave. Rutledge and Hamilton coming up next year on 100.5 ESPN. I'm sure Jim Rutledge uh, feeling pretty good after that Justin Fields performance yesterday. I'm sure we'll hear about that. That's moral victory. Yeah, they get moral. Chicago Bears fans can have moral victories. Green Bay Packers fans can't. Not yet, at least. When Aaron Rodgers is gone, sure, have all the moral victories you want. I'm sure I'll be... I'm sure I'll be thriving with those moral victory Mondays when Jordan Love is quarterbacking this Packers team. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. You missed any of today's show, you can find it on Wisconsin On Demand, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Just search High Noon Hour. Really fun conversation around the trade deadline coming up tomorrow. Rutledge and Hamilton comes up next. This is the High Noon Hour, ESPN Madison.